And so we're, at this time, we're going to receive our offering. We got our ushers, our greeters and stuff uh, ready, I believe. And so if you got your green card, your connection card and stuff with that, we can, we'll receive those at this moment too, your prayer requests or your needs, longings and those kinds of that. So let's, we'll pause, I'll give thanks and we will uh, pass this and so I'll invite the, the ushers forward. So Father, thank you for your great provision for us. And you, you meet, you are the provider of the world. You're the author of it all. Your love is greater than we can imagine. So God, we give thanks. And today may we be able to open our hands to be able to release what we're holding on to, to be able to receive from you what you have for us. But even for what you provided for us, Lord, may it be used for your good in this world, we pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And so we're going to pass those through. Feel free to put in the gift, as they said, for year-end gifts. If you're um, looking to make that, as long as they come in before midnight, for those of you who are trying to do so for tax reasons and things like that, then that can happen. You can do that online as well. Um, And as it passes, would you sing with me? Uh, The doxology, the words will be behind me on the screen. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above, ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen. Well, good morning. This is the last Sunday of the year. It's also the fifth Sunday, meaning that all of our elementary age kids are with us as well. And so I want to welcome you guys. I love that you're here. We're going to do our best to not make it boring for you, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll attend that. So it's the last day of the year, or not the last day, but it's the last Sunday. And one of the things that I want to do is to give us a little bit of space to kind of prepare and make preparation for the new year. Now, this isn't so much about resolutions. Any resolution people in here who actually enjoy making resolutions? <laughs> How, all right, then, that just means like, no one even responded. I am kind of a resolution guy. Like, I, I, I'm like, yeah, I, I like making those things. Did anyone just despise resolutions? Raise your hand, please. Show yourselves, right? There you go. All right, so... So today is not so much about us having to shape an agenda for next year, um, to say, oh my gosh, we've got to try harder, just to be better, or to do the things we didn't want to. It's, it's making room for God, for preparation, for what God might have for our future. We believe that God is always at work, always shaping, always preparing for us. Ephesians 2.10, which is just this epic text, talks about God's destiny for us in Christ Jesus, what he's prepared us for good works. And so it's like, well then, how do we even just breathe a little bit differently and receive what he has for us in this year? How can we release maybe even some of the things that have been holding us back? And so that's what we want to do today. I want to create a little bit of space for that with our kids here and that, to be able to receive from God what he has for us. This will all be about God speaking in to our past, our present, and our future. And so I pray that you're open to be able to receive from him today. And with that in mind, I want to prepare us 
just with reading the scriptures together. Prepare us. And, I, and we're going to read a psalm together, Psalm 139. And I gave you that psalm. Does everybody, anybody need that psalm on a sheet of paper? Because if you do, I, I want you to interact with it. So everybody should have had it. And you're going to need a pen or a pencil or a crayon or an eyeliner or, or eye makeup marker, whatever you have. You know, whatever you have that can make a mark on that. That's what we want. And the other thing that I want is, um, so we're going to read it together. And then I'm going to give you a space to read it alone. And during this, I want you to do this. Underline, circle, put a glob of spit, whatever you need. Of something that grabs your attention. Something that's a little bit more weighty. That's heavier. A line that makes the hair on your neck stand up. A word that just has a little bit more meaning for whatever reason. It could be a word, it could be a phrase. And so as you read it, I want you to read differently. I want you to read as if the text is reading you. Like it's living. Like maybe God is breathing something into it for you. You don't have to tell us why, or you don't even have to know why yourself. But I want you to, as we're reading it, to mark something. For something to grab you. I want you to let it touch you, grab you. Don't analyze it. Don't try to interpret it. Don't try to rationalize it. Don't try to say, oh, this is what I want to hear. Let it be. Let the text be. Be okay with that. Almost like you would a song lyric of a song that you would hear, and all of a sudden you hear a lyric that you like. Don't feel like you have to interpret it. Just receive it. And so that's how I want us to read. I want us to read a little different, right? Just to, to read and to listen. So, but in order to do this, I, I want to invite some readers. And I would love, so, you know, now again, I don't know if you were here last New Year's, I, I, I reward participation, right? I reward participation with good treats. So, sugar, kids. That's what I mean by good. So, I need, um, so if you're comfortable reading out loud, right, so you're going to need to be able to read, but it's not, a hard, it's not a hard read, I need five readers. Come on up. Come on, I see one, there's Motley yeah, young ones, come up. You can read. I need five. I, I got three, I need two more. Come on up. Yep, come on up, Nate. All right, I got more than five now. I got six, but that can be okay. All right. Now, um, I love this. Right? Allow, allow their voices, allow the way they read it to affect you. Right? Because this is, this is what the scriptures, they're meant to be lived communally. They're never just meant to be read alone. They're meant to be read together. And here we have our young ones in here with us going to help us with reading the text. So, I have this scripture Ooh, right here. Let me bring it over for you guys. I'm going to stick it down here. Molly, I'll have you go first. Okay. And then you will just, you see how those paragraph breaks are there? 
just read up until the break, and then the next person will take the next one, and the next person will take the next one, okay? So Nate, or, uh, Sam, you've got the last one on there, okay? Two verses on there. And so, depending, so the, these are the ones, read out loud. And when you're reading it, don't, don't hustle through it. Don't try to speed read it. So it's not about reading fast. It's okay even if you take your time and pause a little bit. That's okay. They, they need it. They, they need to be able to breathe this text in a little bit, right? So kind of read it at a nice pace. Kind of breathe through it. Does that sound good? Is that enough for you? You don't, like, this is, this is not a reading test. This is not school, right? But it is a little bit nervous to read out loud. I, I always was a little nervous with that. But with it, just, just read it and um, kind of read it slowly, but loud enough that we can hear you. Sound good? Okay. Let me get the microphone for you. Is that close enough for you, Molly? Yeah. Okay, before you start, and then we'll just kind of step out of the way and do this. So, again, church, here's what I want you to do. Read with them, or, you know, like, not read aloud, but read along with them. As it's being read, if there's a line that grabs you, underline it, circle it, a phrase, just something that's a, that's a little bit different. So as, as they read through it, we're going to be reading along. You should have it there with you. Um, and I'm going to do something that pastors do, pray, right? So my, one of my favorite prayers, Psalm 118, verse 19, it says, God, open our eyes to the beautiful revelation of your word. And so God, Spirit, come and open us to your word. Amen. All right, you guys ready? Yes. Uh, oh Lord, you have examined my heart and know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts even when I'm far away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know when I am going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You're, you place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell in the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night, but even in darkness I cannot hide from you. To the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same to you. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. Marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter solution, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was light out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about me? 
O oh God, they cannot be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand, and when I wake up, you are still with me. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Test me and know how anxious thoughts point out anything in my me that often often offends you and lead me along the path of everlasting life. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Wonderful. Um, I have a, a crumb cake. Two crumb cakes, two blueberry muffins. Um, so if somebody wants a blueberry muffin or crumb cake, I have oh, um, a cake pop, a couple cake pops. Cake pop. Cake pop. <laughs> These are healthy. And um, the gingerbread, uh, like, covered cake thing. Gingerbread, thank you. Molly? Uh, blueberry muffin. Cake pop, there we go. And Nate, for you, sir. Gingerbread, muffin, um, crumb cake. Wanna look at them? You can look at them and take your pick. Muffin, there you go. Thank you so much. Oh, man. How beautiful, right? So, here's what I want you to do. Take 60 seconds. If you didn't get a chance to highlight something, because the whole part is to kind of mark something, a phrase, a word. Believe me, I'm serious about this. So, we're going to mark something on that text. Let it read you. And so take 60 seconds, even just by yourselves again. Look at the text again. We're going to give you some reflective music too. That, so, and then circle something, mark something. So again, read it to yourselves quietly and uh, mark something. And then I'll give you the chance to kind of respond to each other. Okay? We'll give you a little bit of moment of silence just to kind of sit in here with the text just for a minute. Sound good? Okay.
All right, wonderful. Hopefully you got a chance within that. So here's what I want you to do. Turn to the person next to you or someone close. We need to interact here with a little bit. Share the line, the phrase, and, and maybe even like, what, what about it? Why, why, why did that phrase stand out? You don't have to think about it too much, but share the phrase that stuck out and maybe even your interpreter saying, oh, I, this is why it stood out. And again, it doesn't have to be heavy because it is what it is. So turn to a person close to you. If you see one sitting alone, turn to them, engage them, pull them into the conversation. What stood out? What line, what phrase, and why? I'm going to give you a couple minutes to share together. How wonderful. Okay. Can we get some sharing? 
We got some sharing going. We got some sharing going. So, um, I think in the same way that it was so good for us to hear this beautiful text being read out loud, I, I kind of want to hear some responses, right? Like, what were the words? Because I, I, I just think that giving us a chance to respond to this, what, what were the things that stood out to you that maybe even God is wanting to impress upon you? And again, you, can, you don't have to do so. I, I, need, I need a helper who's willing to send this mic around to the room, and I do have cake to give a helper. Somebody who hasn't already helped. So come forward. I need somebody. So is there somebody who'd be willing to share? And so from your reading, guys, anybody up here, you guys want to help? Anybody up here? No? Marjolein, yeah. Oh, we got someone. We got someone coming. Wonderful. Okay. Too sl- all right. And so oh, we're just going to look for people who raise their hands who want, who want to share. Okay? And then we're going to have you run to them, okay, with the microphone. What's your name? Sloan. Sloan, thank you for your help. And so here's one right here. You can hand that to her. And so just y'all stand up and just say, hey, what, what was the text that grabbed your attention, the line? And maybe even if you're willing, right, to whatever level, kind of why? Just a little 30 seconds or so. Okay. Uh, for me, it was line five and six. You place your hand a blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. There are times in my life where I forget that God has gone before me and that God um, has placed his hands on me. Um, I have um, battled with depression and um, I am a single mom, newly single mom, and just dealing with or processing that important time that I have with my son and um, showing him that God answers prayers through brokenness, um, through depression, through anxiety. Um, I have to just sometimes continually, like really consciously, intentionally invite God in to um, assist me in that. And um, that is something that just stuck out with me that I'm not alone, that he is with me through those times when I'm by myself or trying to make the right decision in regards to my son and his life and his walk with God. Awesome. Anybody else had that text jump out to them about God's hand of blessing upon them? Was that the text that stood out to you? It was mine too. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Uh, oh, so who, who else? Who's willing to share for Sloan to come to you? Just what, what stood out to you and why? Who, who's willing to um, proclaim maybe even something that was highlighted for you? I may be a little off kilter, but I remember being here in church and this lady was concerned about her children and she was putting prayers in the showers and plastic bags and it was like for them to read and for him to be walking in their faith every day. And she finally noticed, because she was wondering if she was a good mother or not. I remember this strongly. And she finally said, well, Maybe I'm putting them there for me. So God works in mysterious ways all the time. And, and she just was a powerful message mm-hmm. that she, 
she was touching out, she was reaching out, and she was stronger for it, and her kids were stronger too. So having faith in yourself and releasing the judgment on yourself. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Anyone else? What stood out to you from Psalm 139? What did you underline and why? Who is willing? Oh, there, there it goes, Sloan. Your dad is not willing to let you wait. <laughs> yeah, you want to run around it to, to, to He's willing to share. Thank you. <laughs> oh. Um, I... I Stood up to me was, was lines 14, really. Um, Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous, how well I know it. And the part that stood out to me there was the idea of workmanship. I think oftentimes we think of God as just sort of like snapping his fingers and making things happen. And I love the idea sort of of, you know, God sitting at a workbench really thinking through um, the process of how marvelous his creation really is and how complex it is and, and that it wasn't just a poof magic. It was truly thought out and, 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 and you know, worked through in his mind to make it the way it is. Awesome. Did anybody else have that same one that Bob did about God's workmanship and stuff like that that stuck out to them? Let's do one more, Sloan. One more person who's willing to share what grabbed attention. Looks like there's Manya way there in the back. All the way in the back. Uh, so the part that grabbed me was in verse 10 when it says, even there. Because just the even sounds so much like there's no, you know, there's nothing. There's e- even there, even in the place where you think, nah, that wouldn't work. And I shared that with Mabel, and I, and she said, "Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you. Have you go, Joshua one nine." <laughs> uh, and I like the way the Bible just sticks together, you know. That is awesome. Thank you so much. All right, all right. Sloan, thank you so much. Uh, Whatever pastry you would like here, you are welcome to, okay? You can choose one of those three right up here. Thank you for your help. Uh, Kelly and I were talking about those things that grab us, and there are certain text lines that stick out to us, and we can kind of receive it, and this word, this psalm is beautiful, right? God is with us in the high and the lows. He has formed us, and we are beautifully and wonderfully created. And uh, he speaks his words of blessing upon us, and he is with us in those highs and lows. And these are beautiful words, and they can strike us, but we can still struggle to actually receive it. Anybody there? You're like, hey, I'm reading it, but man, it is hard to receive it. And it usually means we're hanging on to something, right? There's something that is making it hard for us to believe. Something we've lived, a past experience, something that was spoken over us, something that we've felt about ourselves, something, right? A lie. A lie about us that seems to speak a lot louder and more profoundly than maybe even this word that came out and was whispered to us by the God's Spirit. And we think that before we can move on, before we can receive in what God has for our present and our future, 
He's got to speak into those past moments of his presence, of his goodness, and to speak the truth to us. And sometimes it's so crucial for us to be able to let go. To be able to let go of something that's making it hard for us to receive God's good words to us. His message of his love for us. And so as we pause here, and we're going to close here with a little bit of this. When you came in, um, we gave you this high and low sheet, right? Another half sheet in there. And you don't need the sheet, right? It just, it's just kind of talking about the year and reflecting upon it. And in order to prepare ourselves, sometimes we, just, we have to be able to let go, right? And letting go and releasing everything to Jesus is releasing highs and lows of our lives. I love Bruce. Thank you so much for sharing this morning as you shared beautifully um, a perspective that none of us have and a story that most of us haven't lived. And even if we thought about living in your shoes, we, we, could, we, we couldn't have put the words that you shared because it, it was, it's just too much for us, right? But thank you for sharing because you're, you're sharing these presumably high and highs and lows that mo- most of us don't even have categories for. And yet in it all, you were like, oh, God was in it and he was good to us favorable to us, with us. And what a beautiful expression, what an honor to be here to hear the story of God's faithfulness to you and your family. God's faithfulness to your sons, right? Whom he loved and whom he beautifully created and formed. And who he thought of all the days of their lives and loved. How, how beautiful. So as we, as we even begin to prepare for next year, right? Knowing that it's coming, that God is, God willing, he's giving it to us. We know there's certain things sometimes we just gotta let go in order to receive what he asks for us. And sometimes what he asks for us is that good word that we just wrote down or circled, but it's so hard to receive. So we're gonna create some space to be able to receive it this day, to be able to breathe it in, to be able to accept it. So here's how we're going to close here. And if you have some time, if you want to write down even the highs and lows of this last year, it could be a great practice. And if you haven't got a moment of being able to release, it's just saying, Jesus, they're yours. The highs are yours. The lows are yours. It's all yours. You were a part of it all. We're not, you were with us in it all, regardless if they were highs and lows. You were a part. You were with us. There's nowhere that we are without you. And your love is with us. And so there's a part of being able to release everything to Jesus as we even prepare for next year for whatever God has for us. And so we want to create that space for that even to happen this morning that we could receive God's good word for us of his great love for us. That comes through Jesus Christ, our Savior. And so here's what I want to invite you to do. I'm going to invite John and the band to come up. We've got one more song that we're going to play. It's a song of surrender. It's a song of releasing. It's a, it's a song of believing, allowing God's wind, his spirit to speak into us. And so I, I pray that this song met with what God was speaking to you and maybe even to the resistance you might feel for receiving that, that, that the spirit of God would, would meet you very strongly as we sing in this song. And as we sing, I, I've got a couple of different sort of physical actions that we can do for this year little moments of surrender that we can do, moments of receiving God's good word for us that may speak louder than the lies. So the first one is communion. 
And so I've created this, this table up here, and we have a gluten-free cracker and some juice. And if you would like to come and take, I mean, this is a reminder of Jesus' body and his blood for us. This is a reminder of Jesus' love for us, his sacrifice for us, his death and his resurrection, because he talks about being alive. And we eat it saying, you are my life. You're not the dead God, you are an alive God. In the same way that I think when you circled any word on there, you were moved today, it was by the living God. And so we come to recognize the death of Jesus, but the life of Jesus that we find in him. And what a beautiful way to prepare for next year to say, God, my life's in you. <laughs> Let me find life in you. Let me find life in you. Life in you. Your gift by your death and your resurrection, his free gift to us that he loves us. And so we invite you to the table. No one is outside of this free gift to eat of this table. Jesus offered this to his disciples who would betray him. So you're like, oh my gosh, I've betrayed God. It's like the table is always open to those who have betrayed him. He welcomes, say, eat, find life. And so I welcome you to do so, to receive in a physical act God's life and his love for you. And then I, I want to do one more thing too during this communion and song. And this was a this word was so strong in here for me in this new year, and I think it speaks to so much because this psalm speaks to God's love for us. Um, the line that I even mentioned that stood out to me was about this line of blessing. You go before me, and you follow me. You're in front of me, and you're behind me, right? This is our God. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful, too great for me to understand. This hand of blessing on our heads. It's like almost the parent figures who place their hands on our heads and they bless us. And they say, you are favored and deeply loved. Man, how, that, we need that all the days of our lives. And so, if you would like that, a moment just to be blessed, to feel the hands of a mother and father love you upon your head to bless you, um, I'm gonna, we're going to create that as well. And so I'm going to invite, sorry church, I'm going to invite a few of you to do this. And, but um, Dan and Sharon, I want to invite you guys to be a hand of blessing upon, um, if, if you would welcome that. And then again, if you, you can just want to play a general blessing upon people who want to come that. But I also know that you guys have a prophetic sense. And so if God gives you anything to say to them, I want to give you that freedom and liberty to speak whatever he shares. So if you would like to receive that, from, um, and they're just going to place their hands on your head. And so that might be a little bit weird, but I think it's beautiful. And I think some of you come, you just, you ache for it. You need it, right? In order to prepare for this year, you need to feel a hand on your head blessing you. Parents, you got your kids in here? You can do that to them. Place your hand on their heads and bless them. Speak words of God's favor. And then, mom and dad, sorry, but um, I know you and I trust you. I'm going to invite you guys to, to be a hand of blessing upon people. And I know that you both have a prophetic sense too. If you, you may not use those words, but I invite you to either do a generic blessing or to speak whatever the Spirit gives you upon people. So those are the two that I'm inviting. If you want that, um, you just come up to them and, you know, they might place their hands upon your head and, and bless you. I, you. Look at these folks, right? You know, they, they look trustworthy. <laughs> but if you have that sense of just saying, in this new year, just, that, just to, to physically maybe feel the hands of God upon your head, to hear some words upon you that are true, if that's for you, and you're feeling like you're having trouble being able to release some of these things and to receive, step to them and just let them play God's blessing. 
So receive a, receive a blessing, right, upon your head. Come and receive communion. Um, and let's stand and sing this song of surrender. And may you be able to receive from the Lord this morning.